In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. We ride for the last time in 2020, and we are in the van outside of Gulfdom in Tyson's Corner. John Gould couldn't be here today. He is with us in spirit, but me and the boys are here. John Ronis and Ron Thomas. One last golf clap for 2020. How we doing, boys? Mm. Mr. Ronis, how are you? I can't complain. Little little uh, diversion with this snow, but uh, things are good. Do you need... Instructions on how to complain? I, I'm pretty good at no, it. You say no. I can't complain. I can coach you up on that. No, no. I, I probably do it in about. a mirror at home when no one's listening, but I know if I complain to the public at my house, it's, <laughs> it falls on deaf ears. It's really not good. All right. Ron Thomas, you never complain because you are living your best life, you son of a gun. I'm trying. Are you going to sure. give lessons on how to live your best life as you are right now. You just came back from Palm Beach where you were playing with a bunch of men from your club. Well, I was in Naples first. Naples, sorry. Yep, that's not all Palm right. Beach. And then I came back for three days. Then I went down to Coral Springs, which is just outside of West Palm, and I played in the Dixie Senior Amateur, awesome. which is a senior major. Uh, and you were invited major. invited to that. I was invited Do to I play to based on my picture in my bay of you winning. Uh, I didn't win. I no. finished 11th, though. Good job. Wow. It's awesome, man. Thank you. That's incredible. Thank you. At wow. 50 what years old? No, 50. Uh, 50. 50 yeah. on the nose. And there were guys from 13 states there and um, a lot of really high-end players, and so it was a great experience. Yeah. Played on a very difficult golf course where the the Honda used to be played. And oh, Greg, Eagle Trace? Yeah. Norman complained oh, wow. and said it was too hard. It was too hard. The yeah. wind blew 30 all day, every day. Yep, and I experienced that, and uh, I shot 79 the first day, which seems not great. 82 the next day doesn't seem great, but that was the average that day, and then I shot 75 the third day, and that made me have a good finish, and only six guys beat me that next day. And Love 15 it. 15 holes have water on both sides of the fairways and Love around it. the greens, and so it was a— Off the tee box? Off so, the tee box to go all the way up, and then the greens are all in circle. Might have given me a little trouble. It, it was a great experience. <laughs> it was a true test. So well, uh, we are here one last ride. We're going to talk about the year that was in golf, what next year might bring, also what golf needs to do to not blow it off of this incredible silver lining of 2020, which is rounds through the clouds at golf courses due to the pandemic. This is like the 310-yard drive down the middle. Don't chunk the wedge now, golf. So we'll talk about that. We're going to have a quick nine today, and then we're going to have Buddy Christensen from Golfdom in the van with some treats to talk about gift-giving and gift-buying ideas for yourself or a golfer and your family at the last minute as we close in on one week from Christmas. All right? Perfect. Let's begin. How does golf not blow this, given the bonus that this year was? John Ronis, you're right there on a facility teaching every day. You tell me, what does golf have to do to capitalize? 
It's a great question because obviously we're dealing with supply and demand, and we're always dealing with supply and demand, and we're not going to go out and build new golf courses to, to get the supply and demand. So it's a, it's a service around the supply and the demand and managing the demand in this particular case. The I would like to see more courses go with um, larger tee time increments. So I would like to see a, a 10, 10 minute is a, is a minimum, I think, that we should see to supply a service out there so that people don't get um, turned off by what golf brings us in its troubles. And what golf brings us in its troubles is time consumption away from the family and um, cost. So you want more time between tee times? Because I want, when you're out there, I want you to be able to guarantee yourself that that pace of play will be proper. Oh, oh. So I don't want Ronnie, things just jammed in Guaranteed there. pace of play. Yeah. yeah. It looks like John Ronas has gone fishing for the great white whale of golf. <laughs> yeah. The mythical creature that can never be landed. So I think that some of the things that we had to do because of COVID actually lent itself to great pacing of play. Really? The pins. Never touching the pins. I don't no like rakes that. out on the golf I'm course. Touching all the pins in 2021, Ron. No sand bottles. Raking all the rakes. You're going to be licking the, the pins. pins out there. <laughs> no sand Dude. bottles. Those kind of things really lent themselves. Our pace of play at River Creek this year was tremendous. It was rarely over four hours, and that is something that we actually haven't seen. So rounds were up. Pace of play was down. Yeah, I mean, Ronnie, this is like a modern day Festivus miracle for the game of golf. It sure is. Uh, as someone who played. A lot of golf, um, traveling to Virginia as a Maryland resident, traveling to Florida, North Carolina with you, Zabe. Uh, I, I don't know necessarily that, that golf can do anything to maintain what's going on because the times have dictated it. People have more time working virtually, yeah. uh, not having to make up stories to their bosses about yeah. what they might be doing. They just went and did it. Uh, what I think, what I would like to do is not, or what I would like to say is not necessarily what the game of golf can do, but what the new golfers can do that are coming to the game, and that is to learn how to play properly. Because I think that people have certainly, you know, obviously interest is high, uh, but going out and just playing golf and saying, hey, I'm now a golfer, is not going to do a lot for the game unless those people learn the rules proper etiquette it'll ruin the game it'll ruin the game yeah okay rules and etiquette are important don't you guys think though that the new golfers who have come into this during the pandemic or maybe not new golfers but let's call them dormant golfers people who had golfed once or twice and they laid dormant and now it's like pandemic there's nothing to do i'm zooming into work hey let's go find those clubs they're the ones we have to embrace and keep, and we have to turn them into regular golfers who have a passion for the game, who play a regular amount of rounds every year. It doesn't have to be 50 rounds a year, maybe not even 20, but how about 10? How about two rounds a month during the season? Would be a good start, right? Well, yeah. The best way to do that is to have greens fees that are fair. Oh, I'm totally oh, with boy. you. What's a fair green fee? That's, that's another question you, that is unanswerable. When you get in, when a, when a number has begins with seven, when a greens fee begins 70? with seven, it's too much. When you get into the high 50s and the 60s, that is a value to people. But when you get into 79 weekday, 89 weekend, it's a lot of money because before then you're buying some beers, you're buying a sleeve of balls and a you don't Snickers. You have to buy all that well, stuff. Well, okay, I'm just saying. So well, it's, it turns into a $100 day. 
Well, the golf someone... courses are going to get what they can get, and the nicer ones are going to get that seventy to eighty to ninety dollar premium. Now, I don't know if there's any public courses that are over a hundred in the DC area. Daily fee. Once upon a time, when I actually paid <laughs> once or twice for golf, I was yeah. like, oh boy. Kind of hurts. But our park authority courses in Virginia there, and you know those courses, the Algonquians and Bramletons and those, yeah. those are $60, you know, unless you go into Twilight. Those are $60 golf courses. And do you think that's too much? Well, I, I'm not saying that it's it's too much for the product that you're getting. I think the product's excellent, but I think we don't have any more the $35 golf course, and that's that's What problem. about inflation? I mean, honestly, it was $24 around when I went to Algonquian with my dad when I was 12 years old. And there was nothing else going on. That's in 1982. But why shouldn't it be double that at but least? You're no, why asking, should it? Your why should it? Why should it? Inflation. But why? Why the the, the properties paid for? The properties tax paid for? Whatever. Oh, why can't oh, we? Keep, look at he's running uh, a charity no, now. But why can't we keep for the a, park but, authority? But, but we need a product. <laughs> we need a product. But Steve, the question that you're asking it. is, what does golf, the game of golf, need do to do to keep? Keep these guys That's, and gals. That was my response. Okay. I'm not just throwing that Fair out. Enough. Saying, even hey, to we build, need to have cheaper golf. Even okay. to build that next private country club member who gets hooked at the public scene and then all of a sudden says, you know, I like this course, but I like playing that other course. It's $100 because it's really nice. And I like playing it seven times a month. Boom, there's your dues Yeah, for your private course. Does golf need a slogan? You know how states have slogan, Virginia's for lovers... Uh, the sunshine stay. I mean, I, I'd have to look up state logos, slogos, but you, you, slogos, slogos. That's all right. Slogos. Slogos. Yes. You just mixed motto and slogan. I, I mixed them all in yeah. my haste here. <laughs> Does golf need a marketing slogan? Like, I think every year golf should have a marketing slogan. Let's hear. Okay, golf, the game you can't download. Huh? No, I like that one. It plays upon this digital hellscape we are living in right now. It speaks for itself, Steve. It's it, a perfect motto. You can't download golf. Perfect. You have to experience it. You're out in nature, elements, the weather, real life. It's not a download. It's not a song. It's a good one. Okay. Uh, golf, four and a half hours away from your phone. That's I wouldn't go for that because I even <laughs> people bring this, their phone on the yeah, golf course. Of course. They want to stay connected. They totally. want is there is there a rationale to saying yes, you can play golf and stay in touch with your kids or your work if you want to. Or, Just a quick pop in or play your music on or your be phone. available. Yes. I don't believe in phones. <laughs> so I really I I, I do I found, when I'm giving a golf lesson, when I'm giving a golf lesson it's not an option for me to pick up the phone. It's like a doctor. I'm not comparing myself to a doctor, but a doctor doing surgery isn't every five or six minutes peeking over at that the phone. True. That is true. That that would be very know. rude for you. You have to sell yourself as I'm fully immersed in this person's Plus, golf swing. And, and that golf to you has to be that outlet where you're away from that phone. You have to put it away. Agreed. Okay. I, I, once, as long as we get I once sat and stared at John at Woodmont when he taught another person. He was waiting to come over to see me. Wouldn't look at me. I was like, God. Dang, this guy is locked in. Yeah. And this guy was a 12, 15 handicap. He, couldn't, he didn't really care about it. Was him. it the Harmon? Was it Sydney <laughs> Carmen or Carmen? He sold it like his entire mission in life was to move that 15 <laughs> down to a 13. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, oh, I'm over here. Yeah. Okay, golf, the game for everybody. 
Yeah, see, I was looking towards that as in my slogan, yes. Okay. I love that. Golf. Lifetime friendships begin on the first tee. I love that. You love that one? Am I wrong about Ronnie, that? Ronnie's you left, the king of that. Am I wrong left, about that one, Ronnie? No, that's a good one, but you left out parenthesis, and then the next, in parenthesis, it could say, or enemies. <laughs> Yeah, because you never know what you're going to end up well, with you never after know. four hours. Well, because they, some people cheat. And some people yeah. are jerks. Yeah, and they're jerks. Yeah. yeah, but the cheaters. But but the Okay, the jerks and the cheaters, you let them wash down the river of life. You don't have to see them again. Right. Well, your best yeah. friends, oftentimes for me as a golfer, and you guys are amongst them, began on the first tee from yeah, the com- first time I met you Completely. Guys. Yeah, totally I right. I agree. Totally right. right. And to the point where, and this, this might be wrong, it was a discussion with my wife about, you know, meeting up with some old high school friends of mine. And I said, and I don't know how I said it, it probably came off wrong. I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. I don't have much in common with them. And I realized at that point that I keep my circle of friends, they're all golfers, basically. Is that wrong of me? It's not that I don't like somebody who doesn't play golf. It's that I already don't have enough time for my good friends who are golfers, so I'd rather invest more time in the golf circle, and I've sort of self-selected out of anybody who doesn't play golf. I guess that's wrong, but if it is, no, that's the no. Way I it's am. just that every once in a while, I think you're in the same boat that I'm in, and we're like, man, I don't like. I got to branch out a little bit, Steve. And then you realize you really don't want to. <laughs> Steve, right. I have a question. Yes, for you, sir. And this is where sometimes you'll say not relevant. Let's talk about something. That, are you able to play golf right now with your hands? Great question, but I'm going to get to it in a okay. second. Okay. Uh, hold that thought. Put okay. a pin in it. Uh, here's another slogan: Golf so peaceful you can hear yourself think. Love it. It's a good one. Love All it. Right. That some people though may be offended. Like you're not making fun of people with voices in their head with mental Uh-oh. health issues, Art. God, I mean, I'm just kidding. Parenthesis or curse at yourself. <laughs> or curse at yourself. Yeah. Yes. You can Golf. hear yourself curse. Here's another one. <laughs> yourself. Here's another one. <laughs> Golf. All the cool people do it. And then I do a sizzle reel of guys like Steph Curry mm-hmm. and Tiger and Peyton. some of the stars on the LPJ and Peyton Manning and celebrities and Barack Obama. And you put that. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, you put that broad, yeah, bipartisan, yes. you put the broad umbrella out, which is, it's a game for everybody, and look at the everybodies who are playing it. Yeah. One more, two is more Is it slogans. the everybodies or the somebody? Cool people. Okay. And then one more. Uh, two more, actually. Golf. The ultimate business scouting <laughs> report. That's good. So you want to get a scouting report on a potential business partner? A company you might want to work for, an employee you might want to hire. What better scouting report than just a casual 18 holes of golf to get a vibe on somebody? Totally. Are they conversational? Are they interested in things without you bringing it up? Are they ethical? Are they generous? Are they mindful of others? A lot of things that go into that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, you can ask for the P&L statements at the end of the round from mm-hmm. the person that you're going to exactly. go to business with. You do a quick search uh, arrest <laughs> record. What was your name again? Yeah. Middle name. <laughs> uh, and then finally, golf. It's in the hole. That could be another alternate one. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I want to see the game grow as you guys do. We had a big bump this year due to the pandemic. And let's keep some of these newfound and part-time golfers. I have heard feedback. I've had emails from quite a few people who have listened to this podcast as part of the overall ZabeCast ecosystem and have said, I just got my clubs out of the garage for the first time in years. Good for them. 
and they were asking me questions. I say I want. And I say thank you. Welcome aboard. Come yeah. on in. Well, and it, I say one thing about the slogans here. I, I believe that golf is a generational game, and that's something where we have we do have. Uh, I'm not going to say for the first time, but from the a grandfather to a, a grandson right now, or granddaughter, there's a huge gap technologically, and I'm sure there always has been. That we had it too, but there's a huge gap where there's not a whole lot of difference on the golf course. So a grandfather can now spend that four hours with a grandson. They'll never get that in any other aspect of their lives because their kids, it's video games, it's this, it's that, that the grandfather's so out of touch with. But golf is that great game that really hasn't changed a whole lot that they can play together. Agreed. Well, testament to that, testimony to that is, you know, my motto, my slogan would be, have clubs, will travel. I like it. Winston and I, my son and I, my beautiful son whom I adore so much, and my love for him is growing each day because of how much time I'm spending with him on the golf course. We, hey, it's cold here. Doesn't mean we can't get in the car and go for a little road trip, which we've done. Road we're down trip. to Mattapani Springs, which is a huge road trip. But Ronnie and, and Winston came out and took a lesson the other day, and at the end of the lesson, he goes, "Yeah, we're just going to drive south to get some warmer weather." I'm like, "What do you mean south? <laughs> just, we're just going south." We maybe did. like to Richmond. We headed down to Independence. We went yeah. down and played Independence Golf Club. Spent the night. It's unbelievable. We we go. We're going, and that's why you're my idol, Ron. We're in the car together. Yeah, that's amazing. We get there, we play golf together, we get paired with two people that Winston then gets to experience and meet, and these men or women get to watch him and comment and make him feel good. And then we get in the car, and then we come home after spending the night in a hotel room. And that's how can you get that time? Where can you get that time? Have clubs, we'll travel. Great. You know, you asked me about my health, and I want to loop back to that because I'm going to ask about New Year's resolutions for your golf and golf in general for yourself for the new year. Number one on my list is to get healthy because you're right, Ron. I am not healthy. Uh, My golf year has been very limited. As I look back, I'm like, wow, I really didn't play a whole lot. Part of it was a work situation where my afternoon show in D.C. got moved up an hour, so it really made no chance to play during the week. And I had a lot of golf opportunities curtailed because of my rheumatoid arthritis was flaring up and was really bad. And I did not do nearly a good enough job of supporting it with diet and exercise and all the other things that go into helping manage this chronic condition. And I look back and I say to myself, man, I'm really angry at myself. I went to Hilton Head for a week with my family. Couldn't even chip it was that painful, and I had to walk around and take pictures of Harbortown and couldn't play a lick. And I'm like, I am never doing that again. 2021 is going to be the year to get healthy and to play a ton of golf and to learn the Ron Thomas method, mm. which is to go places, do things, meet people, and play great golf courses. That's right. So that's my number one resolution. What about you guys? I'm in the same boat, and I just was with with Ron, what Ronnie was saying. My older son really is is taking a quite a liking to the game, and he's you know he's competent, which was all I cared about. He's a competent player, and we went down to Ponte Vedra and played down there, and and that's going to be one of my things is to play more golf with him uh, to teach my younger one, who's a you, you guys know he's a good athlete. Yeah, he's um, the athlete. Yeah, the and two. and he um I got to teach him how to play golf, and then. I want to play golf with both of them, and I want to start taking trips with them because 
you know, they asked me a lot of questions about golf and, and how I got involved with it and all the other stuff and how'd you get good and who knows if I was even good. But the fact is that I loved it and I want them to love it for the reasons that I loved it. And I think by taking some of those trips and being exposed to some of those amazing places, they'll find that love and their own love in it too. So that's one of my goals. Well, and being with you. I mean, if, the, if well, I get I to spend this quality time with Dad, on the, and it only takes me learning how to play golf. Right. Easy. Um, for me, it's the irony of all of what I'm talking about, all this traveling and golfing, is is that there's a there's a flip side to it. And what it does is it inspires me to actually work harder when I do work, to make money. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's yeah. so you can afford that. Yes. Well, I think some listeners might go, Zabe, does Ron work? You're damn right he does. Yeah. Works his ass off. I do. Your company is? Medtrax, and I buy and sell medical equipment, hospitals, when they retire equipment, I get it. But what I've been doing is selling a lot of PPE, a lot of masks. I have masks. I have gowns, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. So I'm making you know, you the, the lemonade you, out of the lemons. Right, but, but you drive from hospital to hospital to facility to facility, and you do the work. You get in there. You hoss machines into the back of your truck. You're out there working, but it gives you flexibility, which is great. That's right. So you're able to go on these trips. Three hospitals today before I got here for a noon taping. (laughs) Three today. Put your mask on. (laughs) Three today, and that was on the other side of the D.C. market, which is uh, over hill and yonder and way far away. Mm -hmm. And you made it here to Tyson's Corner for a free podcast. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You're getting after it, Ronnie. I just saw my, what I'm going to do, man. though, is I'm I'm going to keep improving. At 50 years old, I can't. It doesn't mean I can't get better, no, right, John? No, no. I think too many people You're get caught right. in that that rut of. Geez, and this is why? the time when you can actually take advantage of a little bit shorter distances. You're only just 50, and you can start to actually work on a couple of those other parts of the game that get that 75 last score that you shot to the 72, and all of a sudden that 11th turns into fifth, and now we're sniffing the lead, and boy, does it get exciting. So, yeah, we're getting there. I love it. Also, I'm going to uh, play golf all winter when possible. And I want to take a photo with every group I play with in 2021. It's kind of cheesy. People get a little bit awkward, like, hey, get a photo of a bunch of dudes. But I want that for the record, just like, hey, there was that time I played with him, him, and him. And I want to keep touch with the people that I meet on the golf course. Make sure I got their email. Just check in from time to time, you know? Because you never know what these relationships are. Can grow into and Zave. I will say because we're on the, we're we're in the inner circle here with you, but um, it's still it's still kind of a thrill, you know, to play with with you. Oh yeah. And if you turn to the group and you a said thrill, let's, to play. Let's, oh, no, no, it is not you guys a thrill. Yeah. Thank God. No, it yeah. is. But let's take a picture, and they they would love that. So it, it's sure. nice of you to do that. Low level celebrity. A podcast star uh, in a us. van. Not podcast star in a silver van, van coming to a golf course <laughs> near you. Down by the river. And, of course, the other goal is to grow this podcast. I think this is going to be a huge year for the Capital Golf oh, Gang. Yes. We are going to do some things. All right, coming up, we're going to play a quick nine. Some interesting holes. Triple design today. Three from you, three from you, three from me. Nine golf hypotheticals coming up next on the Capital Golf Gang. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants.
you are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. All right, we're back. Final edition of 2020. Thank you for joining us. John Gould is out this week. We wish him the best. He'll be back in 2021. John Ronis and Ron Thomas joining me here in the Mobile Strike Studio, a.k.a. the Free Hugs and Candy Van. We're outside Golfdom Golf in Tyson's Corner. Go to golfdomgolf.com. You can shop online. The store is open. It is brisk with business yeah. prior to Christmas, and we're going to have Buddy Christensen, the owner of Golfdom, out here with some uh, suggestions and some goodies for Christmas if you want to do some last-minute shopping. Time to play a quick nine, which is our little nine point hypothetical we're going to go one hole me one hole you one hole john repeat until we get done with the nine all right here we go hole number one how do you guys feel about the golf channel moving to connecticut i recently saw brandel chambly did like a cell phone walk around of the old arnold palmer studio ap1 and i've been seeing some of their talent announcing that their contracts were not going to be renewed And I just got very sad. It's like, why should I care that a cable channel owned by Comcast is being relocated out of Orlando up to Stamford, Connecticut? Why do I care, Ron? Why am I sad about that? Why don't you tell us? It's because (laughs) I know the product is getting worse. Compromised. I know that the original vision of Arnold Palmer, may he rest in peace, Super Sky Point, is not to be in Stamford, Connecticut with half the staff, without people and features you like, like Matt Janella, who left earlier this year. Of course, he had the greatest job known to man. He did. I mean, he he just traveled to the most fantastic places. But I loved being along with him as he went to these places. I could watch that on the Golf Channel. He's gone. Others are gone. And I'm just like, Stamford, Connecticut for golf, really? You're that cheap. You're like, we got to consolidate... Uh, this is a niche cable channel. It's sad. It is sad, and we all have such a passion for the game that we. Part of the sadness comes from the fact that we know what could be. Yes, because they are already short of their potential. Of course, right. So, all right, but they were, John Ronis, do you care? I mean, you're a Connecticut no, guy. I, You've got the Yukon Huskies jacket yeah. on, so I'm no, not trying to I, run down Stamford, Connecticut. One <laughs> I have no problem with that. Uh, the <laughs> The thing that I have is it, it was a hub. It was a hub, and golf hub should not be in Connecticut. A golf hub should be in Florida. If someone wants to just drop in because they just finished practice and they want to have a quick interview with whoever, it's in Florida. It's not in Connecticut. Yeah. So it's, it's senseless. All right. It's senseless. All right. Hole number two, Ron, you're on the tee. Go uh, ahead. If you had a choice at this very moment, if someone came into this van and said, you get to go on a golf trip anywhere in this country, what's your destination, Steve? Uh, wrong question, with all due respect. It's who is on the golf trip. What's the history of the golf trip? What's the vibe? What's the trophy? What's the format? What are the traditions and everything else? This is you. If you get to go on a golf trip, someone's taking you. There's, it's your golf trip. Who's You're taking going, me? Oh, Natalie Gulbis? See, this is why I don't like to name the question. Natalie Gulbis or Rudy Giuliani? It's a big difference. What's hole. your favorite golf destination? <laughs> okay, golf destination. Well, it depends on the season. See, too many bunkers in this hole, Ronnie. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking, really, when you designed it. I'm, <laughs> not, a, I'm not a golf course I mean, architect. It's unbelievable. Water on both sides. Where, and do, you, where do you want to go? 
Pebble Beach, Bandon Dunes. Okay, let's just use topography. What (laughs) topographical area would you like to go to? And there is you're playing by yourself. Is that better? I'm standing on hole number two designed by Ron going, yeah. I don't get it. Where, yeah. where am I hitting it here? Yeah. Am I going you, over the bunker? Want, where do you want to go play golf if you had the choice? Not I've been, I, have, I have been blessed by being being able to go so many great places. But I'll tell you this. I have missed almost all of the northeast quadrant of the elite blue blood U.S. Open caliber venues, starting with Mer- – Marion, who we had an invite from our guy from Pine Valley. I need to cash that in with you, by the way. Your assistant's going, email. Hey, by the way, remember you invited us to Marion four years ago. Brian. You're saying Marion's, eh, eh. It's better. Let me be the judge okay, of that and can. Ron be the judge of that <laughs> right. when we play it. But Baltus Roll on up through Wing northern foot. New Jersey, Winged Foot, and then out to Long Island and all the way up to the country club. I've hit none of that. I'm O for the Northeast, so there's your answer. All right. John right. Ronas. You know, I was just I just was supposed to go to Bandon in so. the second week of, of uh of January and it got canceled. What? It got canceled. Because of why Oregon's uh, insane restrictions. There's a number of reasons that I there was a couple of them that I'm not gonna get into. Okay. Um but uh so so Bandon but so then I thought to myself, what we just talked about, let's take my son, let's go somewhere. So on the list right now, for me, I think it's tied right now. But seasonally, um, uh, Stream Song yeah. is, is up there because right. I can go there any time of year. And then Whistling Straits is something that I really want to get to and play. Funny you should mention that. Somebody reminded me, I talked about creating a Midwest Malcolm. Mr. Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, a mid to late summer trip to Wisconsin that hits some of these courses: Whistling Straits, Black Wolf Run, Aaron Sand Hills. Valley, Aaron Hills. Yeah, it won't be cheap, but I could string it together. So, we got to think about okay. that. Put a pin in that one. Right. Okay. Well, well, my spot is easy. It's Pinehurst, and yeah, I leave Christmas it. Day for six days. Have you bought your property there? Uh, yeah, that's part house. of the reason we're going on Christmas Day. We're Winston's playing in the. Donald Ross yeah. Jr. Invitational, and so we're going down there for six days, and I can't wait. That's great. Nice. Good for what, you. What's sad is that my annual rodeo to Pine Needles is going to be old hat for you. It's no longer special because it used to be special. Now you're living there. No, but that's where we get in. living in Piners. That's so. where we get in with the people. Yeah. And that's why the yeah. hole was flawed from the Please, beginning. Ron, don't ever stop coming to the Malcolm. Yeah. Why would I? Are you I don't out, know. Are you out of your mind? I don't know. I don't Come know. I'm on. just asking you point Jeez. blank. Please don't do that. The, the, the people love you. They love you and McGowan. If you and McGowan stop coming, I'm going. the tournament collapses. I'll never miss it. Okay, thank you. You have my Appreciate word. That. Okay. Hole number three, Mr. Ronas. On tape. Mr. Ronas. Uh, of all the changes on golf courses for the COVID, we already talked about this a little bit, which ones would you like to see stick around, if any? Only one person per cart. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a great one because it's pace of play. I, I just don't like sharing carts with people. That's it fine. does make it quicker. You don't at least appreciate a little bit of cart commiseration no when way. you're waiting for a shot. You talk to your buddy. What are you doing at work? What do you think of the Cowboys? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what would I like to see stick around? Uh, certainly not the lack of rakes. Stupid. Certainly not leaving the pin in. Stupid. Uh, certainly not the plastic divider in the carts. I saw that this summer. Yeah. I go, you think this thing is going to alter the pandemic in any way, <laughs> shape, or ridiculous. form? <laughs> Give me a break. It's just ridiculous. Um, my answer is nothing. Okay. 
Nothing. There's nothing needed. It's an outdoor sport. It's as safe as can be when it comes to viruses and airborne stuff. Good. So there you go. Ron? Ron already got it. Oh, you got it. It was single card. I was just going to say. Both of you guys are single cards? I I, I like the rake and the pins staying in and out because pace of play. I'm all about pace of play. You know, rakes. slow play. Rakes are a somewhat modern invention of the game. They didn't come around until mid-century. You know, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, no, they didn't have rakes. They you would smooth over with your footprint, but otherwise you you took the luck of the draw. Now people want p- bunkers to be perfect. They get mad when they're not perfect. Yeah, and the number one excuse when a guy blades a bunker shot, there's no sand in this thing. <laughs> yeah, don't and go I'm, in it. And <laughs> that's why they call it a hazard. Yeah. What that's what right. I love to do is when a guy says he blades it, he's like, there's no sand in this, and I get in there and I can tell that it's kind of firm. It's got that wet sub layer. And I know I can nip it because I like somewhat firm sand. Don't you, Ron? Yes. You get in there and go. Oh, yeah. And you nip it two hops and stop. And then I just sort of tap my shoes. I'm like, oh, I must have caught a better powder sand than you did. Well, you could say to Unleash, you don't have to rake your footprints because you couldn't make any in that hard sand. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. All right. Hole number four. Most overrated thing in the entire game of golf. Overrated. Um, I'll I'll start yeah, you out. Yeah, go ahead. The bag drop. Yeah, you can't carry your clubs from the trunk to the first. Come on, I've had more problems with the bag drop, waiting for somebody to get to the bag drop, or forgetting my clubs were at the bag drop and then driving away. Plus, I need. A little trunk time to get organized. What do I need in the bag? This putter, that putter, umbrella, what do I got? Lip balm, sunscreen, where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. I don't even like it when the guy comes up in the cart and kind of rushes you. Oh, can, can I take your bag to the first tee? I'm like, I'm getting organized here. Yeah. But golf courses think that's a big selling point. Yeah. When I briefly worked in the golf course management industry at Lynx Corp in Glenview, Illinois, they would always like stress a, an attended bag drop at every course. I'm like, yeah, they're all over that. gives a crap yeah. about that. I, I have two, actually. The, the, the second one's the other end of that, where you're hawked coming off of 18 for someone to just spit on your clubs. You don't like that, huh? I mean, just like, <laughs> don't right worry there. about yeah. it. Right? Like, I clean them. You know, I'm not going to leave mud all over them. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're probably pretty clean, and you're using a rag. I don't know where the water or the spit or anything else right, came from. Right. And it's a... Okay. So anyways... <laughs> where the that, water comes. Yeah. It's your clubs. It's not your fine china. That. But you know what I actually don't love is a mandatory caddy at, at some of these ultra high-end private clubs. Yeah. I just... Because a, a lot of them, of a lot of them are not good. Correct. We had to take one at Bally High in Vegas, and he was not into it. And some of the guys I played with wouldn't stop bitching about it. I'm like, you know what? What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm not going to bitch about it. But the fact is, I just I don't need the energy to try to make a conversation or with that person. With you, also find some caddies that are unbelievable. That you, you the round was made way better yes. by. But I just don't like the. You go to a course and it's just a mandatory caddy. Well, it might, usually a mandatory four caddy at least. Yeah, you have to at least yeah. take a four caddy. Well, yeah. now without raking bunkers or pulling pins. It's even yeah. more like this guy at Bally High didn't have to rake bunkers or pull pins, and we all paid him forty bucks yeah, a piece. Right, like right. two hundred bucks to do nothing for four and a half hours. I want in on Just that. Just walk the course. Yeah, basically. All right, uh, are we done? Right. Ron? I'm I'm not sure how I can correlate it to overrated, but something that I do not like at all is mats 
on driving ranges. I just I can't stand it. So yeah. I don't know how that's overrated, but I, I just it drives me nuts <laughs> that you could have all this perfect turf in front of you, but Matt's they only. Wanna, they want to manage Matt's it. Only. Matt's only. Do you remember yeah. Muirfield, supposedly the snootiest of snooty over in Scotland, Ron? And what did they have on their range? Matt's. Yes, they did. Matt And Muirfield. Matt's. Yes. yes. And they made sure you hit from They had a big wide open field of a whole bunch of nothing. You could have been out there on there, but that was their way. They loved to kind of stick it to you guests to go, don't get comfortable here. How about Carnoustie? Didn't even have a range. We had to hit in that <laughs> into a cage. Out, into a little net. Oh, I remember that. See, I yeah. kind of respected yeah. that a bit more. <laughs> yeah, no range. Just hit into a net. Yeah. So Next weird. to the hotel. Cage. Like seven yes. of us waiting. We had a guy in our trip who was just like, wait, I hit into a net. This is ridiculous. I'm like, what's really the difference? And then the yeah. dumbest thing was last time at Turnberry, you know, now that Trump owns it, he's made it all fancy. They had the fluffiest, softest mats ever on the range. And I said, these are worthless. I'm about to step out onto this thin fairway lies. I need to learn how to hit the contact of Scotland. You know what? I do have an answer. The most overrated thing in golf right now is the flight simulator for a golfer who isn't very good. Oh, no question. Time spent on that. Incredible. My God. Let me place this down here. You're not even lining it up. You don't even know what you're looking at. (laughs) Got my spin rate down to 5,800. Vertical descent and my horizontal spin rate. Yeah. (laughs) I got a 1.4 smash factor. Hole number five. Ron, what do you got? I don't have one. Okay. I'm You're told to have three go three holes. No. All right, Ronis, what do you got? Are we losing or gaining personalities on the PGA Tour? And so what I'm saying there, are we headed towards kind of the drone-like tour player like we got in tennis when we went from McEnroe and Nastasi and those guys to Lendl and Sampras? Mm-hmm. Are we going no. there or are we gaining? No, I'm telling you why we're not. Social media. Some guy, these guys like Max Homa, they get it. They're leveraging it, uh, and th- we're going to see more of this. I think the younger guys are not nearly as serious. I think we're going to see a lot of personalities. I'm hopeful we're entering a stage in which there's actually quite a few interesting guys out there. The days of Automatron Nick Faldo, who I hated when he played. I like him now. Yeah. Those, are, those days are I'm, over. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I really think because they realize there's a lucrative way to carve out, even Mickelson. Look at how Mickelson's embraced. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Mickelson has become more interesting and even likable once he embraced social media. It's true. Okay. So, as it relates to golf personality on the golf course. That's what I mean. I know that's what you mean. You're yeah. talking flair? Yeah. Like guys who pimp birdies that's and flip talking. the club? That's what he's talking about. Yeah, and even Ricky wearing, you know, crazy clothes and that kind of stuff. But if, you know, it, again, I, some I people like I, it, some people don't. I think don't. the game's in a really <clears throat> good spot. Okay. Are, the, good. Are, the, are the young studs, Morikawa, Wolf? And um, Hovland, who just won at Mayakoba, are they enough flair for you? That's what I'm. That's why I asked the question because that is the next generation. Okay, and to me, no. Hole to number me. six. Who it's has the most to prove? Clubs. Who has the most to prove in 2021? Ricky, Rory, Brooks, or Tiger? Ricky has been off the radar. Not good. Rory had a lot of top tens, but didn't win anything and contended late in some of the majors after he screwed it up early, especially the Masters. Brooks Kepka, who slided back this year and blamed all kinds of things, knee injuries, whatnot, running his mouth, exactly. Or Tiger Woods. Is it even fair to say Tiger has anything to prove since it's all now bonus time? No. It's all bonus Tiger time. has nothing to prove. 
Okay. Bruce is just Bruce. Bruce right? Kepka. Bruce Kepka. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, yeah, he does. Because my boy uh, McGowan called yeah. him Bruce, and Bruce. it stuck. Bruce is Bruce. Um, Ricky Ricky is just, you know, he's he's just going to make some money, and he's going to be a no one. He's he's not going to be in the uh, annals of golf. Why? Right, why he's got to win a major. Why does he's he not, not win a major? He's, he's right. He's just got an inconsistent move. Rory is playing for a legacy, and I think that legacy is important. And I think it it's important through Ryder Cups. It's important through winning legacy, majors. Legacy being win all four majors, Correct. which only six guys have yeah. done, or something. Win in all history. four majors and win six or seven or more majors in his career. And that puts him in a different pantheon. And I think I'd like to see I'd like to see Rory get there because I'd like him to be in that area that we can talk about. Okay, hole number seven, Ronus. What do you got? Uh, that is what father, son slash daughter. I, I guess it'd be mother, daughter, son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Either tandem. Would you most like to be paired with? If you were playing in one of these competitions, he's mother, daughter, father, son. You're father, talking son. about the PNC Challenge yeah. with Tiger yeah. and his yeah. son Charlie yep. and Daly and his son Cletus. What's his son's yeah. name? John. John Jr. And he's good. John I know he's Jr. good. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's good. Solid. And yeah. a good kid. Mikey Brennan, one of our guys, played with him a bunch oh, really? of times good. in junior tournaments. Played with him at the Western. Yeah, good kid. He likes okay. him. Likes yeah. him. Who would I like to be paired with? Oh, so look, now, it could be, it doesn't have to be tour players. How about Jan Stevenson in her prime oh, with her daughter? God, there you she go. She was something else. Right. <laughs> she was. I used to go watch the, the Mayflower Classic. Did she have Classic. a daughter? Who knows? Okay. Find a, that's what find a model, yeah. call her her daughter, you, you and just <laughs> call it a day. Okay, like, fair enough. Joanne Carner, Jan Stevenson. <laughs> Amy Alcott, Jan Stevenson. Nancy Lopez. Yeah. yeah. I know. All fine players. I know. <laughs> Some a little easier on the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be my uh, – Coach, my college coach Fred Funk and his boy Nice uh, Taylor. So, yeah, Fred's a good guy. Johnny, He's a the total father's character. son. It's tough to know. Like, if I, that's a tough question. It's a tough hole. I can't par this hole. It's too tough. Yeah, got to think about it. Take okay, that one. Well, that's good. That means it's very well designed. Unlike the. Sixty-two bunkers that you had do on you your own. Notice how I mean, I'm not. Do you notice yeah. how I'm not? He got yeah, out of the he, business. He, yeah, he got, <laughs> just <laughs> shut it down. It's now a fourteen-hole course because of Ronnie. You're like, you're like PB Die who got a shipment of twenty-eight trailers of railroad ties and said, you know what? They're all going on sixteen. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of that. Uh, hole, great. hole number eight. Will Charlie Woods play in the Masters someday with his dad? No. Oh, with his dad. Meaning, well, well, dad's, got, he's got I know, dad will be eligible. Yes. I think the answer is no. yes. How good's the move? You like it? You just uh, see the first look of no. it on the range? It's kind of a weird, kind no, of out hand set quickly. Yeah, he's got, he's got a little bit of something with the irons, maybe because it's just the size down at the bottom. But um, the driver looks good, and look, yeah. he's young. He's, he's eleven. Hey, but, you but psychopath! Eleven. I teach eleven-year-olds. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they're gonna put this out over and over, look at this swing. Look at this swing. Then people who understand the golf swing yeah. are it's in, in, but invariably. I will say this: there, there's it. something on Twitter or something, and the mannerism. It's the, it's the, fascinating. The arm? Well, no. What about what? the step back? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and then the, the arm. girl, and then the Sales? step back, and it was like in sync like yep. a dance it was so it was goosebumps worthy actually yeah 
to me as a father. I, it was wild. Personally, I love watching the father-son. I've always yeah. watched, or the parent-child. I've always watched it. Back to, you know, when Vijay Singh was really hot. And that, by the way, that his, was my choice. I wanted to play with Vijay and his. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've always enjoyed watching it. <laughs> That's a no. Okay. Okay. Um, I've always enjoyed watching it. I really have. All right, final hole, Ron. This is your design. You wanted to talk about the LPGA, or not the LPGA, but the U.S. Women's Open and the winner. Talk to me. What did you want to talk uh, well, about? I just thought it was really interesting, and it, it's telling of the game, of the state of women's golf. I, I don't know necessarily what it tells, but that a woman who came from South Korea who plays on developmental tours over in Asia uh, can come here arrive three days before the event begins, play really her first American-style golf. She had to get information from other people as to say, what are the golf courses in America like? Are they open with yeah. big fairways? Do they have trees down the side? Are the holes bigger? I don't know. And then she shows up, and she wins the thing. Yeah. I don't know what it tells you. I don't. That's what I I'm really saying. don't. A. Lim Kim. Is yeah. the young woman's name, 25 years old from South Korea, yeah. and just had never seen, like, what are the courses like? That's so amazing. It's an ignorance is bliss kind of kind well, of thing, and you wonder, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. The last hit it, three. chase it, find it, hit it. Hit it, chase it, yeah. find it, hit it. She yeah. birdied the last three coming in. Yeah. That's so and it was good. so weird with when it was and yeah. then the rain delay and all the other stuff that it was just a perfect scenario and for you know someone like that to win. And what's even weirder is the fact that Jackie Burke is still going. 96 years yeah. old. Love him. He's friends with Sheehan. Wow. Sheehan took me to his office, when oh, took me to the man. course, and we went into his office and that's got so to cool. talk to him. Oh, my God. That's hey, so Jeffrey. Cool. <laughs> oh, Jackie Burke. Yes. Just a, this is a Masters champion. Amazing. 56. Jackie Burke, when he was uh, captain of the Ryder Cup team, talked about how, you know, Americans got to be careful because the Europeans would love to kick their asses and watch the diamonds fall out onto the ground. Ooh. How's that for a good old Ooh. Texas line? That's, that's, what, that's the way he is, too. Yeah, exactly. No frills. All right. Well, uh, and by the way, does the, uh, does the American, do Americans on the ladies' side need to step it up or what's going on? I mean, the South Koreans, obviously, they're, they're a juggernaut. Their passion for the game, their dedication to the game, their mastery of the game is second to none. But, my God, we're a nation of 340 million people. What are we doing? That's where I'm going with this. I have this. an answer. Go, that's where I'm going with this. Go ahead, Different Mr. cultures Teacher. are different, right? So that culture is a little bit more individualistic, Okay, the, the Asian culture. The United States culture is much more group-oriented with girls. And the girls are looking for colors in the berets and, and the same socks and all the other stuff. And you don't get that in the individual sports. Huh. That's why we're trying. There was a big article written on this in the, Washington, in the uh, New York Times. And it's something that we have to try to build. And the Junior Golf League is doing that. As well as um, we have to group more girls together at clubs and get them a little something that looks alike. And they like group activities. We have zero junior female golfers at our club. Yeah, That's a shame. We Because you have to have two. Or you're not going to have any. Oh, boy. And that's what we need. That's what we need. All right. So we'll get there. Coming up, it is Christmas time. What should you put under your tree for yourself or a loved one? We'll talk to Buddy Christensen from Golfdom coming up next. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons. Airborne.
You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. All of the following available at Golfdom Golf, where we are outside right now, and the store is a-humming inside, boys. Say hello to Buddy Christensen, owner and proprietor of Golfdom Golf. Alien wedges, yes. Double-sided chippers, yes. Everything. We're, we're selling a little bit of everything right now. <laughs> exactly. Buddy, those might be located in the back nine, right? <laughs> that that would be where we would put yeah. it, yes. All right. Yes. So uh, it's been quite the season for golf, hasn't it? It's been crazy. It's it has really, been crazy. Uh, it's, it's up until, what, this last weekend we were playing in 60 degrees and right. um, all the way through. But from a retail standpoint, how has it been for you? And you've been in the retail game now for how many years? Since the late 80s, so... You know, whatever that adds up to, thirty <laughs> right. plus years. Long time. Um, you know, yeah. From we've never seen the cycles, and and you know, in all our lives, we haven't seen some of the stuff that we we dealt with this year. But certainly, uh, retail. Um, as we look at the past couple years, and we had some momentum going into everything. Um, you're going to look at this years from now and just say, okay, that was on the natural upswing. But the ups and downs and everything that happened throughout the year. Um, where you just couldn't even make that up. Tell the boys here how you saw a remarkable amount of people who came in who realized they needed new clubs because they're getting back in touch with the game. Thank you, pandemic. And their ping eye twos <laughs> from 87 weren't exactly cutting it. Well, there was there was two things they were doing, or one of two things. One of them might be just get those clubs re-gripped. <laughs> re-gripped. <laughs> so, wow. so we got that step done. Um, and then they realized that, or they realized right away, uh, we got to get into some, some newer technology. So we, we saw new golfers, but also the golfers that are playing the game again um, after some time away. Nice. And, yeah. of course, regular hardcore golfers Strong, still coming in. Stronger than ever. Still stronger yeah. than ever. You have also sold a lot of push carts or pull carts, but they're really push carts, They're right? push carts Nobody now. Nobody pulls them. No. Yeah. Nobody does. Push carts and the other thing you said you're selling a ton of is? Well, package sets. Package sets. Just just new golfers getting into the game. Um, and it, it's it's just been unre- – and the manufacturers can't keep up with it. Um, and I thought they didn't even make package sets anymore. Oh, I thought that was something that you could only get at Herman's, which is right down the – you know, a, a five-iron was. Yeah, was a yeah. five-iron from here. That's where I got my first set of golf clubs from Herman Sports right over there, yep. Ron. yep. A package set of Wilsons. That's mm. believe me. I would go in there and because we grew up yeah. in the same mm. place. Right, the mean streets here. <laughs> mean streets so is life. it that, buddy? People are daunted by. Oh, I don't know if I want to put all the things together. Just give me a, a set. I can call a complete set to get started. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you're playing this game for the first time, there are a lot of variables to deal with between woods, irons, wedges, putters. That sounds like a lot already, right? right. And we know that's just the beginning of it. Um, so this this way they can kind of get everything right away there's different price points um and we found you know this the package sets i would say have made a resurgence in the last two three four years um from a 
higher price point standpoint. I was going to say, I bet the package sets are better than the ones, John, you uh, and yeah. I. I was just going to say the difference is that the quality of a package set, where we used to think it was a lesser quality club and you would just get started with it. It was a basic set. Yeah, now these these are sets of clubs that if, if you got for a junior or, or your wife or something like that or, or husband, it's something they could keep for quite a while. Yeah, and, and I think back in the, when I was first getting into this, some of the, the package sets, I mean, I can't believe somebody stayed in the game of golf after playing some of these clubs that were just (laughs) tough to hit but um so we we had seen that before the pandemic as far as a focus on that um but certainly the the pandemic just brought it all to light all right ron you got a golf equipment question or something to ask buddy before we do our little gift giving giving guide here what is the hardest thing to keep in stock right now in your store the hardest thing to keep in stock is Probably the package sets, I would say, just from the standpoint of um, you know, they usually cease in sales in, in the fall. Um, this fall, it's just picked up and, and gotten stronger. So carts, we've actually uh, been able to, to stay on top of, but that would be my other answer. But we've been able to uh, okay. secure those. Just a quick shout out for in stock. I'm in the golf business. It's against all of my religions to buy things from, you know, at full price, right? Well, you get stuff. Right. Well, there is nothing out there. And I, I, have, I had to get a golf bag. You uh, hopefully won't listen to this. I had to get a golf bag for my son, and I knew that I had to come here. And I came here the other day, and there were plethora, plethora of yeah. golf bags. And good, different price points and different colors and everything. And as I looked around... There was a lot of everything. Did you get so, him the ten, the two thousand dollar Hanma alligator I did, skin golf I did, bag? I did, and <laughs> I got some. Can't get sh- wet or else yeah, it's ruined. and I yeah, got some shoes one. to match, but it was great. But that's the difference here. In I'm all for green grass accounts and everything else, but sure. a golfdom has everything. And the fact is, but he has to stick his neck out a little bit to bring all these things in at this time of year because some of it's not going to sell. Right, and it's really from a golfer standpoint who's also in the business. It is appreciated that. My students can be sent here in the I got to get it for Christmas kind of sure, stage. Sure, so, sure, sure. Buddy, I appreciate it. I certainly appreciate the bag that I get to give on Christmas. It's, to the, son. Be, it's the best golf store in the country. Well, and I, I appreciate you saying that. It, and But it's, it is true um, that buying in the fall has never happened before. And this year, um, <laughs> it, it not only happened, it happened in, in ways that I would have never guessed. Um, but it, it was a little easier knowing that. We're going to be playing golf around here until Christmas, which is yeah. uh, a little out of the So, norm. So much of golf nowadays involves how you look, too. You see these guys on TV. They all look sharp. The women all look sharp. Buddy's got the gear. When I was yeah. in Florida recently, I went to the PGA Superstore in Naples. Nice store, big store. I mean, but they don't have what cool Buddy gear. has. Cool gear. Yes. Well, golfdom's the one place that at least 40% of the square footage is attire. But stuff. it's and not just like a tire. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's high end stuff. It's high end. It's medium yeah. end. It's everything. Well, it's cool mean, belts. Yeah, it is. It, it's well, and we put a big focus on that. And that was when we moved into this building here in 1997. That was a focus of ours, um, and and we stayed true to that. And and I think it sets us, ourselves apart. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I just got the email that we're getting uh, a Lululemon account, uh, okay. so we're excited about that, and that'll okay. branch out a little bit more 
um, outside of golf. They don't nice. just give anybody accounts, that company. No. So no, it speaks good. volume. All right, let's get the three wise men gifts. Incense, Muir, and what are the what were the three things the wise men brought on Christmas? I should know this. Frankincense. This, frankincense. Muir. Gold. Michael Muir. And gold. Gold, gold is always a great gift. And okay. Muir. So we got three gifts mm-hmm. from Buddy. Let's start with the belt, buddy. Go ahead and hold that up. So Smathers and Branson's the name of this company. And Smathers they, and Branson. They're actually based <laughs> out of Bethesda. Smathers, they're a local Smathers company. Smathers and yeah. Branson. They're really good. Really? Really good needlepoint. Um, this is the belt. This is the champion's belt for the nationals and caps on it, kind of oh. combined, kind of cool. be cool to put a WFT on there somewhere, but they got to go. <laughs> do a lot more than they're doing. Come on now. Four-game um, winning streak. He's out of his mind already. That's right. So, yeah, so that's got the needlepoint logos of both the Capitals and the Nationals with the Stanley Cup in the year and yep. the World Series trophy and in the, the year. World Series, yep. And with, they, I'm sure, all the requisite approvals of Major League Baseball, oh, the yeah, National Hockey sure. League, and they got their pound of flesh from that as well. Leather backing. That's actually a very good brand. A nice belt. Yeah. Price, price point, buddy. Uh, this is at 100 and. It's $175 on the belt, but they also do these um, keychains and, and money clips that, that yeah. you know, they've got a whole, it, it's a very nice gifty uh, brand that has a few different uh, things, and it, it's based on uh, pro teams and, and colleges. And a $175 belt, folks, is not a reflection of Buddy's pricing structure no right here. it's definitely no, it's, a, it's a, a handmade item yeah. yeah it's a wonderful yeah, it's very thing cool all right let's get number two you've got the driver john Ronas. this is the gold in the mirror frankincense yes, this is the gold. gold this is a callaway maverick driver which callaway just dropped their price point on this particular driver from 499 to 399 as you know ron because your son winston knows better than you the maverick is the best <laughs> driver out on the market right now and um the great thing about this that you could do and talk to Buddy's people is Buddy has these in stock. If you wanted to give one for Christmas, you could give one for Christmas, say, don't open it up, and then you could come back to Buddy's place and get it fit perfectly for that person. Yes, sir. So is Callaway coming out with a new club oh, beyond the Maverick this no, coming I doubt year? It. Yeah. I, don't think so. I don't think they're ever coming out with a new club again. <laughs> the Maverick is the last Never club. Won, right? Last club, huh? The nope, last club nope. they're ever coming out with. Rad. Yes. They'll have a new driver next, uh, I believe, early February. But, um, but this Maverick driver has been the talk of golf. Sure. And so the fact they just dropped the price point is a great time to get in right now. Because there's a new and, model coming out. And frankly, out. you could get the Maverick driver and then come in for a fitting, and they could fit you for the new Epic Speed if that's what you wanted to go with, which has some new bells and whistles, I All will right. say. Yep. There you go. Okay, Ron, your gift from <laughs> the Three Kings of the Magi. This is a the very speed putting system. Practice four different speeds on one mat. And uh, this is for the doldrums of winter. When work on inside. your stroke. Yeah, work, work on, on your, your stroke. stroke right? Four speed, stimp tested. Evaluate every putt with visible ball traces. Create custom putting breaks. Guidelines help perfect your shot and great for practice and fun. So One of my students, wanna... I'll give him a shout out, Nick Alexander. I'll say we had a little conversation. I said, there's no excuse for this virtual learning that you're doing that you can't be putting during class. He goes, well, oh I'm glad my. they changed that rule. Oh, my. Imagine that. Yeah. Zoom class, yep. and you are putting. Just click that camera off, and you are putting. And not just class. I mean, this can be in, in business meetings, yep. too. And Nick has gotten <laughs> a lot better at putting, so I'm, I'm proud of him. <laughs> All right. Any History's other, gone down. Any other suggestions for a great gift for 
golfers. I suggest a laser rangefinder. If you are in that price category, you can get them in for you get into a laser rangefinder, buddy, for under three hundred, just under three hundred. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yep. The okay. pa- Patriot Pack, I think, is a little bit discounted That's, right now. It is. Um, the, well, actually, this year they didn't. Normally, they will. They, there was uh, a shortage on products, so I don't think they Jeez. wanted to push it through. Uh, we, we did get a new brand called Blue Tees. That's a, a lower price point. I believe one ninety nine on that, um, and then the the V fives two ninety nine. So, but that is a another nice gift. Um, and in winter gear, we've been doing a lot of uh, you know the neck coverings mm-hmm. and and winter gloves. Uh, stay soft. Have you guys seen the Stay Soft Winter Glove? Yeah, it's, it's an actual incredible. real golf glove. Yep. Um, but it's got the, the warming aspect to it. Right. Buddy, do you have people that hit you up knowing that your store is an elite store? Do you have people who hit you up and say, I won't, can you get this in your store for me? Is that a common thing? In terms of a customer coming no, to us? No, a, a, a vendor. A vendor. A vendor asking to be in our store? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I mean, any golf store that's doing some, some volume, there'll be some people looking to get in there. But, yeah, I would say there's some that, that do that. But, but we, you know, we really do value our, our relationships with our vendors, and right. we'll, we'll take buddy, into account. Buddy, you have the best golf store that I've yeah, ever been great, in buddy. in my life. It's not even close. Well, thanks for, for that. But, really, you know, you guys have always supported it, and I, I do appreciate that. And. I was shopping at the store when it was. I was at the store when it was by NTB Tires yep. on Tyco Road, where there was just a big old metal garage door. You had almost know which door to knock on. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm here for the bubble burner driver. <laughs> I need the whipping replaced on my need, on my persimmon club. I need the six degree big bertha. Well, we and that that warehouse would get so hot in there in the summer. <laughs> oh, I don't and doubt I would, it. I would. Be, I was a 17-year-old kid, and I'm stocking golf balls, sweat coming down my – well, I had hair, but sweat coming down. And uh, customers yelling at me that it's so hot in here, and I'm going, I, I fully understand I that. Yeah. Golfdom is heated and air-conditioned, so come right. on down. Tyson's Corner, Virginia, golfdomgolf.com on the web. Boys, Merry Christmas. Thank you Merry so much Christmas for doing this podcast, this radio show. It's an absolute treat. You guys are the best. You're funny. You love the game. You're serious when it needs to be serious. And uh, it's going to be a huge year in 2021. So here when, we go. When will we be back on, Steve? Approximately. January 1. <laughs> New Year's Day. Look forward. Let's stay flexible. Okay. okay. Give me some time to think about it. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.